Hello and welcome back to What A Time To Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Wall Edifier, and this is... Uh, like the real one in his Chelsea gear, in his prime yeah, position. I'm in my beautiful pink United kit, the best team in the in the, in the Premier League. And, well, okay. I mean, you're hardly the best team in Manchester as well. At least we can say we're the best team in London. All right, all right. You finally win a Champions League and you get <clears> gassed up. Well, no, anyway. it's the second one, actually. Number two. <laughs> Come on, once anyway. a decade. As you can tell, wearing United tops and Chelsea tops, we're talking about the Premier League. The Premier League, when this episode goes out, will be starting this weekend. Yep. So we thought, you know, let's have a little debate and um, do our little Premier League predictions. Yeah, well, we'd, we'd have to go debate straight away. Uh, I thought, oh. well, uh, you know, we could talk a bit about the transfer and the prospects and we end up debating because it's football yeah. and that always happens. But yeah, I mean, in general, got to say, I'm glad to see the Premier League. Um, Euros and like international tournaments are okay, but yeah. the, the quality of football is nowhere near the level of like mm. league football, you know. Yeah. Especially Premier League being the best in the world, it's good to see some good quality football. Yeah, and it's also good to see some good quality footballers come into the league. You really struggled to say football. Yeah, I wasn't really. Football, <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't really know where I was going with the sentence. <laughs> no, no, you saved it. I was pretty but yeah, smooth. Yeah, really good footballers coming. You've got Jaden Sancho for Man United. Yes, uh, you've got Varane. You guys Varane's got Varane, Varane as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who um, else is coming? I think that's it, really. Yeah, so for now. Well, got, for now. You've got Leon Bailey, Bailly? Yep. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, Bayer Leverkusen, I think. Yeah, well, uh, is the Liverpool guy, right? There's another guy from Leipzig who they're signing a centre-back. I forgot his name, but oh, he's yeah, they very did big. Sign one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And very quick as well, actually. Mm. Arsenal signed respect. Ben White for 50 million. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Arsenal doing business. Strong <laughs> Arsenal business. doing Arsenal business. Yeah, literally. Yeah, that's what it is. Arsenal business. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, you know what's surprising about this year when it comes to transfers? I mean, you really had Man United that really went out there, got their targets, yeah. got that done. I was expecting this year for a lot more clubs to do that. Yeah. Because the rumours were going crazy. And to be fair, the window's still open. Mm. You know, it was just in August, so anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. But I was expecting a bit more activity from a lot of the big hitters, you know? Yeah, I was actually expecting more signings from... Uh, well, Man City's in rumours with uh, Jack Grealish and... Hurricane. Yeah. So that's it. If they get those two, it's over. Yeah. Chelsea hasn't signed anyone yet, have they? Uh, We signed uh, two players, but they're they're, they're relatively unknown. Uh, They're nothing to really rave on about. Um, Yeah. I mean, we sold some players, including Giroud, who actually scored in his debut. He went AC Milan and then just scored immediately. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's great. I mean, PSG did a madness as well on the transfers. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They got got Donnarumma for free. Yep. They got Ramos for free, Wijnaldum for free, and then they bought Hakimi as well. You know what's really annoying at PSG though? Yeah. They got all the players that other clubs are targeting. Mm. Like Donnarumma, we bidded for him like two years ago or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Didn't get him. Um, Hakimi went in for him, didn't get him. Mm. Pretty sure Ramos was linked with a lot of clubs. They mm. didn't get him. Wijnaldum was going to Barca, didn't get him. Yeah. PSG really done bits there, yeah. But, you know, sticking to the Premier League, I think Chelsea is one club I'm surprised about. Uh, I thought we would sign more players. And, there's, I mean, there's rumours. Apparently, we went for Lukaku and... Yeah, I saw those rumours this morning, yeah. And again, we went for him again recently and yeah, got rejected got again. Rejected. Great. And apparently, Haaland as well uh, yeah, got rejected for got him. Got rejected for that, yeah. So, now, the people idea of like, selling Giroud probably doesn't seem like a great idea. Yeah, people were like, oh, we're getting Lewandowski and stuff. And I was like, you would never get Lewandowski in Chelsea. Well, you know what it is? No way. I think we're definitely going for these kind of players, but mm. whether we get them is a whole different matter, especially with COVID. Think, these clubs aren't willing to sell their strikers I, like I that. Think, I think the big difference between, say, like 
so you know how it's like easy for Cavani, Zlatan, them lot to come to United is because yeah. we always went for big name players. Yeah, Chelsea have gone for big name players, but they went for a lot of underdog players. Drogba, no one knew about until yeah. he came to Chelsea. Hazard, people sort of knew about him, but they didn't really. Yeah. There's loads of other players like that at Chelsea where they didn't really know about them, but they turned into like these ridiculously OP players. Yeah, that's so true. So it's like Chelsea are now showing that intent, but like I, I would say if they show that intent a bit back, it would be a bit easier to get these big name players as well. I, I do think there's some truth um, to that. So these are good players, but they're not like massive or marquee uh, mm. because the marquee players we got actually haven't done that well. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Torres, yeah, Torres. Um, Deco, mm. Koresma. I don't, I don't want to go down the list because honestly it depresses me. <laughs> so I don't want to go down that route. But you know what it is? I feel like we still go for really good quality players. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Costa when he was at Let's Go, he's a big player, and but he wasn't co- really didn't really know how good he would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Costa really made his... I mean, yeah. he made his name in Spain, but he really made his name at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he went back to Spain and, you know, continued on from where yeah, he left off. Literally. But um, I do think that we, right now, are still going for those same kind of players because, mm. all right, Lukaku is an exception. He's already there. Yeah. Um, but I think Haaland, yes, right now, people call him, like, he's incredible talent. Yeah, yeah. But he's still run, but he's still 19 years old, so he still yeah. has a lot to prove. Exactly, it's a very yeah. similar situation to Eden Hazard. Mm. And I think that's why we're... I think we are bidding for, like... I think 135 to 175 mil in around that region, mm. which for a 19 year old is a lot of money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But it's the way you tempt them yeah. to sell them. It's the club, though, right? Apparently, yeah. the apparently the players, you know, Haaland was okay with going to Chelsea, but it's the club. And, yeah, it's the club doesn't want to lose them. And I think you're seeing that nowadays a lot more with the transfer market. Yeah. Traditionally, the players would want to go, and the clubs would be like, you know what, just go. Yeah. Um, but now, I think the clubs have a lot, not control. But I do think they're more hesitant to do that because I think they're a bit more aggressive in that sense. No, they're aggressive in buying, but that's because the clubs are more hesitant on they selling. They're, yeah, they're hesitant, but they're aggressive as well. The yeah. that they're like, no, we won't do it. Instead yeah. of like, yeah, yeah. we'll think about it. They're just like, no, it's stupid. Yeah, like that's what they do nowadays. Because in their position with COVID, they have to either keep hold of their finances, which include keep hold of their players because they yeah. have a structure, or they get a really lucrative offer. Where selling that player makes more sense yeah, than it's keeping like Aston, that player. Aston Villa. Player. Aston Villa's got an offer of 100 mil for Jack Grealish. It's yeah. not worth 100 mil. Yeah, he's not. So be, for them to go no would be stupid because they're a small club and that 100 mil can take them a long way in the yeah. transfer market. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these uh, clubs would just use that money, maybe not for transfers, maybe for something else. Yeah, maybe, clubs, like, sorry, yeah. maybe like develop their stadiums or you know put it wherever they need to put it yeah. and that helps them a lot. Like I mean, a lot. Do, do you prefer having? Do you do you like it when there's lots of activity going on in the transfer market, or are you one of those it. players who like so, you know keep little things, maybe buy that one player? That's no, 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 just buy whoever you want and sell whoever you want, man. You love that? Yeah, I love it. Like even if you sell the wrong player, like Chelsea sold lots of wrong players, Salah, De Bruyne. The list can go on quite a bit. You know what? <laughs> I, I, you, do you know? Do you know why I disagree though? Because those players at that time were part of a team where it was stacked in that position. Yeah. And at the time, no one would have thought of selling Oscar Hazard one matter. Yeah, that's true. It's just not. It's just not happening. Mm. So these players, they wanted to go to get more game time. Yeah. Like De Bruyne would not be De Bruyne if he left. Yeah. If, you know if, what if I mean? he stayed at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with Salah. But yeah, I do, I do get you coming from a lot of yeah. players. Well, not, I, but you know. I enjoy that. I mean, as long as the club isn't doing stupid sales, like... You know, selling like if United just decided, I was like, yeah, let's sell Bruno Fernandez. I'll be like, what the? Like, well, that's that's just dumb. <laughs> well, you guys did sell Di Maria, uh, yeah, but he wasn't that great at United. Look what he said at PSG. Yeah, but he wasn't that great at United. 
Yeah, but he was great at Real Madrid. Came to United, didn't do well, and then. But he was only there for like half a season or something, right? Yeah, because he he didn't even like the country. He hated the country. His wife came out publicly saying this country sucks. Yeah, he didn't yeah. want to live there. You know what that culture works in like Argentina. Yeah, and those kind of countries doesn't really work in England. Uh, it's just like, mate, like if someone doesn't want to be there, he's not going to play his best, is he? True, but you know, you know, with the whole activity going around, I have mixed feelings towards it because I and I know this might be rich coming from a Chelsea fan, <laughs> but you know, we haven't really done huge business in transfer market in the last couple of years. Yes, we did with selling Hazard and then buying new players. Yeah, but that came because we had a transfer ban the season before. Yeah. And then we had this money from the Europa League and Eden Hazard being sold. Yeah. So it made sense to have that activity. You still bought Kovacic under the ban though. Yeah, that's because Kovacic was already under loan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so you already had that deal in place. So. Same with Pulisic as well. Yeah. He was already in place. So yeah, yeah I, I, like, I do like activity, but I don't like it when it's too much. I actually don't like it when my own club does it because mm. then I'm like, all right, we're building for so long. Yeah. Now we just have to start again from scratch. Yeah, I mean, I, I get the idea of the like when you buy too many players, they they need to yeah. gel together again. Yeah, yeah. But you sometimes have to risk the harmony of a team to improve the team in the long run. True. So, in, yeah. Short so you, term pain, long term gain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like you know, United bring in all these random players. You know, they brought Wan-Bissaka, Maguire. They brought Bruno in halfway through. They brought all these players, and then it's like. At first, we did struggle. Yeah, yeah but then yeah. we then like you know we went insane halfway through the season. We just went like we didn't lose a single game. Then COVID yeah. happened, and then we lost the game. But. Yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> United went absolutely nuts. Um, we were just uh, yeah. winning and winning. We didn't even concede a goal. It was I crazy. Know. The it, best time to it be it a man. It was so United crazy. Play. I mean, all the other I mean, all the other teams were flopping. <laughs> all the other lot, teams were flopping. A lot of injuries <laughs> were happening with other teams. But you know what? United did very well. <laughs> They they capitalized <laughs> on the opportunity. Yeah, no, you have to give yeah, them credit. Fair, yeah, that's fair. That's the good old point. United would not capitalize. They would be like they would lose. <laughs> they well, would lose the games. Well, you know what? I think United under that manager, you should get at least losing a bit more. Mm, uh, well, actually, <laughs> you know what it is with United. I feel like they're in a position right now where they're in a they're like a good team, like a solid team. Yeah. especially with those signings. Like those are really signings that mm. you guys needed, and yeah. you went and got them. But do you think you can compete? With the likes of City and a returning Liverpool. Yes. Really? Yeah. Explain why. Okay, right. Last season, Liverpool, yes, they lost Van Dijk and then they picked it up near the end of the season. But throughout the season, United were quite consistent, even with major injuries like Rashford and some other players being out. So we were still keeping up with the other teams, winning the points that we needed and you know getting a draw where matches were difficult for us. So we were able to keep up to that standard anyway. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we didn't play Liverpool every week, so we can't be yeah. like, yeah, like obviously we beat them. Like we played them twice in the season and that's it. But all the other teams, we were quite consistent and we were quite well. Even Man City, we put up a good fight against. I don't know if we won a game or how many games we won against them. Maybe one or like drew one and then lost one. Mm-hmm. But we put up a good fight with the top six. Won a lot of them. Lost the ones that obviously we should have lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The problem with United before was that even the midfield teams and the lower teams, mm-hmm. they were still beating us. And we were losing okay. critical points from there. But last season, we displayed that we could win those points, even with major injuries. Mm-hmm. Pogba was out for a while. Yeah. Rashford was out for a while. And all these other replacement players came in and picked up you know, the slack, like picked up the work that they needed to pick up. Mm-hmm. So it shows that the, there's been a change at United that they can right. keep up with it. Okay. And coming second, 12 points off Man City is a big achievement. 
Well, you know what? On that note, let's look at the table, right? So you guys had, um, in your words, a great season and a lot of teams were struggling, right? <laughs> let, let me let me tell you the t- table, right? So um, oh, no. <laughs> fourth place was Chelsea with 67 points. Just about got fourth. Yep, just about. <laughs> uh, literally about one point. Uh, but it wouldn't have mattered because we won the Champions League. Yeah, exactly. So we'd have yeah. been there anyway. So actually, that would probably would have been worse for Leicester. Yeah. Um, or was it five teams that enter? It would be five, actually, right? It would be Top five. four. Top four anyways. and then plus one. Yeah. Anyways, um, third place, the struggling team. Mm. Bearing in mind, it wasn't just Van Dijk who was out. It was actually Gomez who was out as well. Yeah. And by one, one point, it was Alisson who was out. Yeah, Alisson was out, yeah. Henderson was out. Like, they, they actually, you know, as Liverpool built up, um, that bad luck over time because they didn't yeah. have so many injuries and all of a sudden they just hit yeah. but that Liverpool team got 69 points mm. you guys at second place Man United got 74 yeah so really Liverpool were only five points behind you guys yeah but we had our own injury issues and stuff like that you did but and li- yeah. and okay. Liverpool's last few games were very lucky you if can, we draw yeah. our brains back to the last few games Liverpool played, yep. they were some of the luckiest games they have won ever. Do, do you know what I'd say in response to that? Football, you need a bit of luck to win. Yeah, of course you need a bit of luck. And that's just the way it is. And you know what is, you know what the thing about Liverpool is they lost their best player, Van yeah. Dijk, and he was completely out. Did you, and, see him, did you see him in the preseason game when he came back? He no. got dropped and then like some guy scored against him. I don't know what team they were playing in the preseason. He he Jeez. tried running back. Yeah. He got the guy cut in. Vine like just dropped to the ground and then the guy scored. And I was like, this is really good. <laughs> this is very good. I, I think I think we, we need to wait what happens. Keep this chipping season. away at him. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe he's not the same after the injury. We just never yeah, know, exactly. right? Exactly. Some players get injured, come recover. back, and then they're never the same. You never know. But they're not a Luke Shaw. But let, okay, let's say this. <laughs> a healthy uh Van Dyke yeah, he's is the best player in Liverpool, right? Um, also, they lost some other key players. Um, mm. Like, I think Henderson was out for a while. Alisson was out. But they got 69 points. Yeah. You guys got 74. Mm. Now, you guys, the injuries that happened were the likes of Rashford, Pogba. Decent players. But let me ask you a question. Your best player, Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. What if he was out? If he was out, we would be even lower. You guys, I think you guys would we'll be, be a lot lower. We'll be lower than Liverpool, but still lower I don't think Chelsea. You, I don't think you make we'll it to Champions Chelsea. League. I don't think we'll you make it to Champions Chelsea. League. We'll be above Chelsea. Remember, we're only seven points behind you. We'd be above Chelsea. <laughs> but, and I disagree. But yeah, I, 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 I actually think you guys would struggle to make top four if Bruno was out. Because Bruno, yeah. he makes the team tick. And so did Van Dijk for Liverpool. Yeah. But even without... Okay, yeah. No, that's true. I agree with that, actually. Yeah, you better agree with me. I think Bruno is a critical player. But I think there have been times when he hasn't played and we've still shown that we've been quite well without him. The days he's been rested other players picked up but at that time we did have Pogba and Rashford to pick up the yep. pieces so look mate this is just Champions League knowledge because we are the champions of Europe <laughs> you can't even laugh at that it's true like we are the champions of Europe you are yeah and I can say that up until the next year I'd rather have you champions of Europe than Man City anyway really yeah you see you, I'd rather for, Man City yeah. never win a Champions League you know it, it looks like it looks like they're going to be a struggle for City isn't it because I really I know I was a Chelsea fan yeah. and I believed in Tuchel from day one. Um, you can ask everyone from the get-go mm. that Tuchel's an amazing manager. They just didn't watch Bundesliga. So a lot of yeah, people exactly. base his credentials on PSG. Mm. But City, I still expected to win. Yeah, I expected them to win it all. And I think they had the best chance last year. Do you really? Do you think City, City could put a similar run? Did City go through many 
problems. I think De Bruyne went out for a while. Yeah, but but they yeah. had, they have enough. They have that bench, which is basically like yeah, like Mourinho said. Like I think the season when he got after he got sacked, he was like top four would be Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, and then Man City B because their bench yeah. is so strong. It, it, but it's true. Like their bench is just ridiculously strong. I mean. The thing about City is they don't really buy that one marquee signing. I know they're doing that mm. now with Grealish, yeah. but before they weren't really doing that. They were buying um, a 50 mil player there, a 50 mil player there, 50 yeah. mil. They're buying all these, accumulating all these players. And eventually it just, yeah, there's an amazing City team that yeah. would just be anyone, including the bench that would just be anyone. So with that sort of team, that amount of rotation that can happen, mm. there's not really an excuse for them losing the Champions League final. Apart from Tuchel being that good or Chelsea being I that think, good. I think there is a reason because Tuchel is just too good. But again, I think... You know, you know what? Is, before, okay, before Tuchel's season, yeah. who would you say was a better manager? Guardiola or Tuchel? I think it would be hard to say because there's... The thing is, the reason I say Tuchel is better than Guardiola is because when they've been one-on-one against each other, okay. Tuchel has shown he's... Like but, his but tactics are better, but at the start, of the, so let's say last season didn't happen. I know, I know that seems a bit, you know, it's kind of hard, yeah, yeah. But let, let's just imagine that first. Who right? would you say is the better? Uh, yeah. You would say God, Guardiola because of, of course. his trophy cabinet. Now, a guy with that sort of expectation, his trophy cabinet with yeah. that sort of squad. Before like, the Man City last season, squad wasn't weak. It wasn't a weak squad. No, it was very final. strong. Yeah. So you've got the squad. You've got the manager. Mm. They're up against the final against a weaker opponent yeah. and a weaker manager. You expect him to win. Now, of course, Tuchel did a madness. Mm. Uh, he had Guardiola's number. I think he won four bouts yeah. um, when meeting him. But the expectation was there for City. Mm. And no one really talks about Guardiola flopping. But, I mean, he's he, he, he has flopped. I, I feel like if he doesn't win a Champions League with Man City... Yeah, he's flopped. I think he's flopped. Like, yeah, yeah okay, he's won... How many Premier League? Four? Yeah, like he's not, he's not a dick. He's, he's, he's killed the Premier, Premier League. League. The Premier League is dead. Carabao yeah. Cups, who cares? He's killed the Premier League, yeah. <laughs> Community Shields, we don't care. Yeah, we don't, we don't care, yeah. And then, yeah, he's he's killed it, but I think there's always there's always room for criticism for every manager and there's lots of managers who are look, like just overlook. Like Nuno is quite overlooked, the Wolves manager. Yeah. He did quite well. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Brendan, is it Brendan Rodgers at yeah. Leicester? Yes. Brendan Rodgers, crazy, Ma- crazy good crazy manager. Crazy manager, yeah, crazy manager. Ridiculously good manager. But, they flopped. Yeah, they did. But he is a ridiculously good manager. But that's two years in a row, really. With that flopped. Leicester team to come... To but he flopped with Liverpool as well. Where did they come? Fourth? Fifth? Do you remember Liverpool when they were about to win the league? Yeah. And then Gerrard slipped and then ended up finishing second. But what, what can Brendan do there, brother? Like, that's but, Gerrard's fault. But look, when a manager... <laughs> There's only unlucky. so much a manager can do, though. I, yes, feel, I, feel, but, like it's, I feel like sometimes we criticise the manager for player faults, which should be down to the player, not the manager. Usually, I would say yes, but... It's happened three years now where you could say that Brendan Rodgers has flopped. Mm. When it happens that many times, maybe you should stop looking at the team and start looking at the manager a little bit. Nah, I feel it's harsh. But think about it this way. Leicester were fourth for the majority of the season. Yeah. Towards the end, they didn't make it. Like yeah. It's just, you could, it happens yeah. too many times. And you know what it is? I feel like certain managers like Brendan Rodgers, like Guardiola, we give them a lot of respect and adulation. Mm. But when they don't actually make it, mm. we don't really say anything. Whereas managers like Mourinho, yeah. right? I love um, Mourinho. Okay, fair enough. I but, love him. But most people don't, right? Yeah. But, and when he doesn't get that objective, people criticize him harshly. Yeah. And the reason why is because of his playing style, because of his personality. Mm. I feel like we should be looking at Brendan Rodgers and Guardiola the same. Yes, they play very pretty football, yeah. but they have flopped. Yeah, they have flopped. Their goal that they set out to do has never been achieved. 
Yeah, and look, Guardiola has set the standard himself. Like, mm. he's an amazing manager, there's no doubt. Yeah. But, mate, he's only won the Champions League with Barcelona. Yeah, and that was the most OP Barcelona team ever. I don't know, man. I feel like Klopp probably deserves a lot of credit for winning the Champions League. Yeah, he does. It was hard for him to... I mean, they got Tottenham in the final. But, yeah, it was kind of hard for him to get there. Yeah. I mean, they had to beat Barcelona. Yeah, they, they reached the Champions League twice as well. The final, yeah. sorry, twice. Finals twice. But, really quick question for you. Um, this year, Premier League's going on. Um... Who do you think is going to win it? Top four predictions Top four. for you. Yeah. I think first would be I think first would be Man City. Okay. If they get Grealish Harry Kane. Yeah, fair enough. If they don't get Harry Kane, they'll be second. Okay. Who's your first? Man United. Oof. Oof. Okay. Which is which is but that's just purely I like your confidence. That's purely just self confidence and just I like love that. of the club. I like but that. But if if Man City get Harry Kane, it'll be Man City. First, okay, I'm with United you. United second. Okay. And then I'd say it'll be very close between Liverpool and Chelsea. The only reason to say that is because Van Dijk is still coming back from an injury. Liverpool haven't replaced Wijnaldum properly. Mm-hmm. Um, they just got a decent replacement for Va- for Van Dijk in the centre-back position. Mm-hmm. The rest of the team is unchanged. Yeah. So front three is unchanged. And okay. Most of the midfields are unchanged. Okay. So he, if they get injured, he's going to have the same problem he had last season. Okay. So that what that's the reason I'm saying it'll be a close battle. That's why I'm not saying he'll win. Okay. Or he'll be top two. Because he'll have that issue come up and he'll struggle again. Um and I'm saying Chelsea I'd say Chelsea third, Liverpool fourth. Okay. Interesting. I think Chelsea, because they had that season of the Champions League, Tuchel will ignite something inside of them, man. To be honest, Chelsea could come second as well. I don't see him winning the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Depends what Man City does in the transfer market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, if Man City don't get Harry Kane, they could easily be third and then it could be Chelsea United or mm-hmm. like it could be like completely flip. But if City gets Kane, City's first, United second, Ch- Chelsea third, um, Liverpool fourth. Okay. Tottenham, nowhere near. Arsenal, don't even think about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is not happening. <laughs> Let's not even talk about oh, them. Oh, <laughs> mate. Like, I feel bad for Arsenal fans, more so than Tottenham fans because yeah. Arsenal have some history behind it. They're actual winners. Yeah. Tottenham, uh, they're not even like, come on, they're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so my predictions um, isn't too far off. I think the teams that you mentioned are in the same top four. Yeah. Just the order that's slightly different. Mm. So I think City will win it regardless. Okay. Um, reason why, I think the squad is just ridiculous. And I think Guardiola now, it's going to sound weird, but I feel like they because they lost the Champions League final, mm. I think that's going to help them. Because yeah. they're going to come to the Premier League with a vengeance. And I think they're going to go for Champions League again. But I think because of the way they're going to play and set up, I feel like they're going to bring that to the Premier League. I The only reason I say they won't get it in the Premier League is because I understand the vengeance, but the, he'll focus so much on the Champions League that it may deter him from the Premier League aspiration. I see your point, but I feel like when a players, uh, when players are th- like that much focused... Yeah, yeah. I don't think a player can literally look at singly one position and be like, all right, let's, I'm not going to play well in that. Yeah. I feel like Premier League and Champions League are the two tournaments where you play, play your best players. Yeah, yeah. And those players are focused, they can focus. Mm. Um, and again, with the transfer market, look, I fully expect them to get either Jack Grealish or Kane. Yeah. If they get either of them, it's mm. game over. If they get both, it's like... It's done deal. It's, yeah, completely <laughs> done deal. So that's why I'm going for City. Yeah. Um, second, I'm actually going to go for... Uh, I'm going for Liverpool. Okay. Uh, reason why, and I'm not going to lie, this is quite a risky prediction, but the reason why is because I feel like with the injuries and the players that have come back, I feel like they've done 
the team is already stronger. Yeah. And not only that, I feel like the player they've added from Leipzig, they've addressed their centre-back issues. Yeah. And so now I feel like having that built up, they're going to come back to the Premier League as well. I think Klopp is going to do a madness. Mm. And I think he's going to really tear up the Premier League. Yeah. I really do truly believe that Liverpool's starting eleven is still one of the best in the world. Yeah. Like, it's just incredible. Yeah, so it is. If you when, give it, on if their you, day, they're well, mad. Exactly. So if you give them a, a bit of form, um, they're going to put together possibly as a really solid run. Mm. So I expect them to do quite well. And Jota as well, I think, is going to have a great breakout season. Mm. Um, third... You're not going to like this, but I'm going to back my team. I'm going to go for yeah, Chelsea. I'd, I'd back my own team in this situation as well. The reason why is because that team has won the Champions League for a reason. It's because of Tuchel yeah. and the players which are developing under him. Yeah. So a lot of the players he's taken up are young. So mm. they're naturally going to get used to more of a system. And because of that, these players like Mount, you know, even Pulisic, I only came off the bench, but he's had a bit more experience. Yeah. They're really going to, I think they're really going to come in their own. Mm. And I think the bench as well for for Chelsea is quite strong, particularly yeah. the midfield. And I feel that's what's going to carry them over towards. I don't think right now the squad we have, we're capable of top two just yet. Mm. I would love to, but I think Tuchel has got it in them. Like we yeah. have the potential, but I think Liverpool might just edge it because they have Klopp and they have experience. Yeah. So I think they'll just get it. I think it'll be tight. But I think if we sign a solid centre forward, then I think we're in the race really mm. for yeah. in a title race actually. Yeah, yeah 100%. Fourth, I'm going to go for United. Um, now, the reason I put United so low is because of the manager. Uh, I know we keep on not backing the manager and he keeps on doing great. But you know what it is? Oli, if you hear this, I love you. You know what it is? <laughs> I With United, I think they have the squad, but I think you need a really strong character yeah. to compete with the likes of Tuchel, Klopp and Guardiola. Yeah, It's not that Sotra is bad. He's a bad manager. He's not. Mm. But he's not at the same level as those other three, I feel. Mm. And I think that's what's going to let them down. Like, I feel they're going to get a decent run together, but I think they are going to get some injuries as every other team is. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I feel like I don't really trust him. Like, yes, he's done well, but I don't, I can't trust him. And that's why I can't put him above those other teams. Yeah. Again, I think the order, I'm probably going to be wrong with the order, but I think that's the order I'm going to go with now. Uh, Well, that's very interesting. Let us know your predictions in the comments down below. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that does it for today's episode. So leave a like. Comment, subscribe. Rep your teams. Champions of Europe. I need, Come to get, on. I need to get the new kit. Um, yeah. And yeah, you got any other final remarks? Uh, no. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, leave a comment. Yeah. Um, leave hate comments. Please don't. And, We're uh, football probably are. But anyways. Take care. Peace out.